Hello and welcome to the Dharma Life podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. Each week I show you how to build a life in alignment with your soul. I interview top thought leaders changing the world with their work. And I also show you how you can build a life in alignment with your soul, do your Dharma, be happier, healthier, live longer and have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace. So without further ado, let's dive into the next podcast. So hello and welcome to the Dharma Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. And this week I have an incredible woman with me who specializes in DNA reprogramming. So I'm so excited to dive in. I first discovered Geraldine uh, on a round table and I loved her vibe. I loved her energy. I loved the fact that she had this incredible galactic connection. So I knew that we needed to get her on the Dharma Life Podcast. And it's taken us a couple of tries, but I know this is like divine timing. So Geraldine Orozco, welcome to the Dharma Life Podcast. Awesome. Eloise, thank you so much for having me. It's a gift to be here. And thanks for everything that you're doing to host this this uh, podcast and this platform. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much. And, I, you know, I'm so excited to have this conversation because you, you kind of specialize in this DNA upgrading that we're all going through at the moment so i'd love for you just to share with our audience you know who you are what you do in the world um so we can get a kind of fuller understanding of the magic that you are creating thank you so much so i'm geraldine orozco and i'm a certified hypnotherapist um uh, I have a long, long laundry list of little things that I have specialized in, along with pranic energy healer, quantum energy healer. Um, and I've studied many, many different modalities over the past 10, 12 years. But the primary work that I do now uh, as a result of life-changing experiences coming into an awareness of what our multidimensional body looks like and is and functions from the deeper level is uh, something called DNA reprogramming. And um, I guess, should I talk about how I got into that? Do you want me to just get into yeah, that? Well, let's, or? <laughs> let's go back. Let's take you back. Because what we love okay. to do on this podcast is we love to kind of um, discuss the awakening story and the awakening journey. Because I know that, you know, people can relate. So, yeah, please tell me a little bit about how you um, find yourself doing this work. Mm-hmm. So I, prior to this work, I, I was an event planner. I had an, my own company. I, I transitioned from the corporate world into having an entrepreneur. Basically, I started my own business. And during that beginning of the business, I started to train in uh, shamanic energy healing. I was very much interested in healing modalities and meditation. And what that really, what I found was the incredible results of meditation. And it just caused so much success in my life, uh, you know, grounding awareness of everything around me. And I just wanted to share that with the world. So I created a meetup group called Bay Area Meditation. And, um, you know, after inviting people to come over and meditate with me, and the group grew from like, you know, 20 people to 700 people. And we just, it turned into a business. 
a side business in which we began to teach meditation and in corporate settings. So I got invited to Google and Facebook and all of these, uh, you know, Silicon Valley companies in which we began to share meditation. And so it was it was great. It kind of expanded into Bay Area meditation, what's known now as a corporate meditation program, but alongside my event planning company. And um, I was very uh, interested in how our mind functions and more importantly trying to understand why we continue to have cyclical patterns of pain and suffering in our lives. I realized that as I went deeper within the layers of my own mind, I began to surface up all kinds of things that I wasn't able to find, let's say, solutions for in the outside world, or even at conferences and speaking or even books, I wasn't able to integrate fully what was what I was what was coming up, you know. And so um, what I decided after a while, after being, you know, kind of tired of these ups and down roller coasters of life is to kind of really implement and, and make myself my own spiritual guinea pig in which I started to practice all of the techniques I've, I've ever heard of, everything I've ever read, you know, mindfulness, all of these things about self-love. I began to implement them in my life. And that's when I started to find a huge change in how I was looking at my meditation practice. Um, and it brought me into an incredible opening and deprogramming of all of the matrix programming of identity of self of I mean, everything culturally from religion from the perspective of all of these different angles that we take on as a, as an identity as our of ourselves began to completely, you know, deprogram that and what I found was the true Geraldine at the core of that. And um, I think as a result of that kind of deprogramming and moving away from a very uh, separate compartmentalized view of the world came into this understanding of a unity uh, within and without. And I experienced in 2013 an incredible life-changing experience in which I was... Um, I experienced interdimensional contact. I was literally taken out of my room into this uh, craft with these beings that introduced me to a series of incredible information. Um, but was these this children, or was this just you were asleep in bed and they came into? Yeah. So, so. Um, you know, I, I was sleeping and all of a sudden I'm woken by a, a, bra a giant white light in this room, giant white light. And I mean, it's, you know, I, at the moment I thought, you know, maybe someone's trying to break into the house because I live in a very quiet neighborhood, you know, and there isn't traffic on my street and I, it's kind of a curved street. So in order for a light to be shining in my room, they would have to be on the other opposite side of the street shining a car light. You know, I thought it was a car light at first. So I get out of bed and I walk over to my window and as I'm looking through the blinds, the light gets brighter and I become paralyzed. My entire body becomes paralyzed and I'm literally taken from the inside of my window out into above my, my garage, you know, my, my bedroom is over a garage and, and just taken into this incredible craft where I am seeing these beings, these tall, uh, seven foot uh, beings with these giant eyes. And, you know, I'm terrified. I've, I've never in my life heard of 
extraterrestrials like this or the concept of that. I mean, I'd never touched that subject, right? It never came up in, in my spiritual journey yet. And so um, as I'm taking into the craft, I know it was a life-changing experience, but when they introduced me to these children that were said to be mine. And that, I think, was the moment where I really went into, uh, you know, a shock because a million questions flooded my mind. You know, what, how did these children come to be? How come I didn't know about them? What is my connection to them? Um, you know, what does this mean for us here on Earth? I was trying to merge this experience with our everyday life, which is impossible. I mean, it's so hard to integrate an experience like that. And so literally three hours later at 6 a.m., I'm brought into my bedroom uh, again, and I'm laying on the side i find myself hanging off the side of the bed upside down facing down and um it my body is like is aching i'm dizzy you know i can't um i can't even <laughs> recognize where i'm at and the first thing i want to do is call call the cops really and this is funny because i'm thinking who do i call for assistance <laughs> when something like this happens you know um as i laugh about it now but at the time it was it was pretty shocking you know and it was it was interesting to try to when when you have these rips in your reality you know the veils open in such a way um you you don't know if there's a higher power you don't know who's in charge of, of what and it's a very interesting experience so all of you that experience that you know i can relate to the to a disassociation that may occur or a shock so um as a result of that um i of that experience do you know what's what that they, do you know what they were because you described I, I had this vision of man, man mantis is it the mantis well, the mantis do visit. Uh, I do have an interesting relationship with the mantis, but these were uh, grays. They they were like grays, but tall, seven foot, very frail, thin uh, bodies. What we think of when we think about exactly it. yes, yes, but taller, more thinner, more structured face, um, and so. And the children that they introduced me to were a combination of things. I mean, they were half human, but you can also see that there was a mixture of some kind of other genetics of some sort. I mean, there were some that were looking like they were more reptilian, literally had a scaly greenish tint to the face. The eyes were like, uh, you know, slits and um just incredible size of the eyes were the size of our ocular sockets basically the pupils um you know so it, it was it was shocking to see that and it, and when you see something like that you 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 think well you know if these are the children you know you don't want to have this emotional response or rejection against them you know and and the thing is like the question is well how do you get back to these children and how what's your role what's your role in this whole thing my my major question was where does our free will lie you know, and I and um, the next Monday, the next Monday, I began to uh, see my clients. And when the first client that I saw immediately, I was able to see their entire multidimensional body. Um, I can feel what they were feeling. I can see colors. All I saw was blurs of colors. Yes. Um, so this experience had activated a sort of psychic ability interaction um, where literally the veil was, was open and I, I couldn't leave my house for three months after that because I was so sensitive to everything, you know, people's emotions, feelings, uh, energy around me. So it was a, it was a beginning of the beginning of the change of my life. 
And um, years after that, in 2017, I finally decided to dive deep into those experiences and try to understand them. Um, you know, it was hard. I, I had to make a choice between staying in my corporate business, my company, or diving into this experience that really just completely changed my reality, my entire paradigm. And so it came to the point where I decided to sell the business and focus fully on this. And I think it was through the hypnosis regression, which they are public, you can you can watch them, um, you know, really dove into that that experience deeper as a lifelong experiencer, not just that one isolated experience in which I was conscious and aware. Wow, Geraldine, what a story. My goodness, it's absolutely incredible. You know, like I knew you had a, a, an alien uh, intervention story, but I didn't realise quite the extent of it. And and so I suppose what I'm curious about is when you went back into the past lives, is there some type of agreement or arrangement that you made then before you came down or what's the contract that effectively you entered into? Yes. Yeah, so in the hypnosis, what we're trying to understand is how did I end up having these kinds of experiences? And it really started in this life it, before we even got into the other lives. It was reviewing all the things that have happened to me in this life, uh, medical records, uh, experiences, um, miscarriages, uh, anomalous illnesses uh, that, that came up. And it started to make sense, like my entire life experience began to make sense, experiences and memories as a child of having lights in my room that I could never erase. But at that time, and throughout your entire life, you, you will never link ET or interdimensional contact or these kinds of phenomena you know, with your, with your everyday life, because, you know, your mind is so far away from that. Um, so it, it started going there. And then after reviewing my life, I began to go back now to the origin of these things. And um, where I found myself was in Mesopotamia, uh, working alongside these beings that were called the Nephilim, and Anunnaki's and you know the first time I uttered that word I mean I didn't even know what it means I couldn't even pronounce the word that was coming to mind and I started to kind of go through I was shown an entire map of the world and how life was seeded on this planet from the origin from Mesopotamia and what, what I was shown was that three main bloodlines um, in a sense, were the origin of our what we know now as our human race, and it was shown as how these how these uh, bloodlines have evolved. Some of them have been heavily preserved uh, through our historic timeline, and all trickled down into you know all these different races that we now are. So um, the agreements, obviously, uh, to experience this and to have such a powerful you know, awakening, I guess, at that point, or an awareness of this, literally, rewriting of, of history, this historical timeline and, and our evolution, you know, from this perspective, from this experience, um, was was interesting, because I didn't realize that this was something that people researched, I didn't understand that people had already written books about this. I mean, to me, this information was completely new. Um, you know, um, so it was it was interesting to have that experience. And of course, the contractual agreements were um, just of awakening and 
you know, bringing into the light these kinds of experiences, the hybridization program, understanding, I, I guess from that, from those experiences came a very deep awareness of what holographic DNA is and that we are made of this holographic system that is interconnected with, with, with everything, um, you know, in understanding consciousness on that level and how we interact with these interdimensionals, I think is, is important because it's something that uh, in a sense, it's almost as if the veil is thinning. We're coming into this awareness through our own personal journeys. The deeper you go down into spirituality, the question of consciousness will come up. And the deeper you go down the extraterrestrial concept, consciousness will also come up, right? So it's like the missing bridge between these two unseen worlds that sooner or later, I believe every human will will come to at some point, you know, in their journey. Wow. Wow, and there's so many places I could go now with this interview, but um, so es essentially what you're saying, obviously we're all starting to see the real history of the planet, which is obviously what you're referring to, the fact that we were, you know, essentially an experiment and you're talking about the bloodlines. So people are starting to understand that they are multidimensional beings and that we have this DNA, uh, this ET connection. Um, so is your role from that aspect just to be a light bringer to... to uh, help people understand this process. Um, I think, yeah. No, carry on. Sorry, go ahead. Um, I think uh, the, I think what I've understood is that you know I I don't want to define my life as having any particular purpose or mission of any kind. I try to shy away from that kind of word. What it is really is, I guess, through my personal experience the embodiment of an understanding of what our consciousness, what we're capable of, of as humans, when we deprogram all of the false programming that have we've become a product of, is an incredible, expansive uh, opening of the human, of human potential, human possibility. And the fact that we have the, the ability to embody free will, which is a word that I was not familiar with, I mean, our, our concept of free will is kind of, you know, as you're waking up, it kind of grows. It's first, it looks like this. And later, you know, when you really get into this understanding, it's like, you know, the world's a limit. Um, and so I think the perspective of how to look at the soul as it incarnates and attaches to this physical body, the journey of the soul as infinite consciousness becoming aware of itself through all possibilities, all of these possible life experiences, all of that is for our awareness, for our experience. Mm -hmm. And how we dive through this experience of duality and return back into that wholeness is, I think, the message through all these experiences that I personally have and my life. And so my, my, my hope now is to hold space for seekers, people that are looking for answers to find themselves in that journey and to unlock through their body, which is this incredible technology, the ability to tap into that infinite consciousness for healing, for abundance. I mean, our reality, the system of, of our reality is built from the inside out. 
It knows you. It understands how you function in such a profound way, more so than we know. And it isn't until we wake up and we understand how we work from the inside out that we can begin to create that magic or that incredible manifestation ability. And we begin to co-create and shift and change timelines. A lot of things come into play by understanding how we function. And so this is kind of what I want to share with the world, basically. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. And also, I think for so many other star seeds out there, you know, I think for, for me, it was so a relief, actually, when I made that star seed connection, because I think uh, people can relate listening, you know, a lot of us are different. A lot of us have had not the traditional path, you know, my own background was breakdown, drug and alcohol problems. And I think when I finally came to this realization of this proactive connection, I felt like I'd come home and it gave me a level of peace that I'd never experienced before. So I'd love you maybe just to speak to our starseed listeners, you know. Absolutely. And you know, it's very interesting, Eloise, um, the, I, I work with a lot of star seeds every day. And, um, you know, in the work that I do, and I think what's interesting is that a lot of us that have pulled away from everyday lives into distractions, you know, uh, like alcohol, like anything, anything, any, any kind of addictive thing that takes you away or numbs reality. Um, I think we've, we've had this inner knowing within us that the world around us is not working in the way it should. And I think it's through that inner knowing that we create this disassociation with what we feel within intuitively and what the world is telling us is right you know and so in that process we want to run away we want to we want to separate from that and a lot of pain because we don't understand what pain is or how to work with the with the pain that we're holding on from that kind of disconnect we tend to go into these kinds of, of, of um, uh, you know, uh, Action, right? and any, any kind yeah. of activities that take us away from feeling and truly being in the present moment. So a lot of star seeds deal with all kinds of addictions, all kinds of escapes, distractions. And so the message is really, you know, um, it's like you were right. You were right in the beginning. It was difficult. It was hard. You know, the emotions that you felt, a lot of you are empathic and it was too much. Like it was hard for you to hold on to that sensitivity to people's emotions, picked up on their feelings, on what they were thinking, on all of these things. And so what we want to do now that we know that we are these extra sensitive interdimensional beings is that we have the ability to learn how to balance and navigate and, and in a sense, uh, um, become aware that we have control over our perception in these experiences. Mm. And so, yeah. And now it's becoming exciting because obviously those, exactly. gifts, those gifts, all that stuff that I've kind of gone through is now opening yes. up into different, into different gifts. But um, how, how, so talk to me about the children, because obviously, you know, you were these your children that you were describing this human hybridization or y yes absolutely and so yeah well okay so you you meet the children and um you know you see yourself in them it's it's not like 
it's it's an interesting experience because the moment that I saw the child, I mean, I saw myself in the child and I started to have memories of other times that I had been with the child on craft or other experiences early, even the time of, of gestation process of the child, which uh, there were times in my life where I became pregnant without even being partnered and then had miscarriages uh, in very unique moments in my life um where you know, we're all like did you experience physical like human yes right yes so so the whole symptoms of of pregnancy you know going through that roller emotional roller coaster too because you know you would think that you were pregnant um and then you know after a while that the child wouldn't be there you you the fetus would not be there right so usually women go through the process of uh insemination uh gestation uh, retrieval or removal, and then um, visitation or presentation. So this is kind of how the majority of these women that experience the hybridization program experience all these different aspects of it. And so it's very interesting because um, when you when when you are are introduced to these children, a, a lot of women are not aware that they they've even had the children. But somehow it seems to be a part of the process that is very vivid for a lot of women. You know, they are introduced to the children. So to me, the question was, what what's the purpose of that? And there's several reasons for that. I mean, one of them, as we know, like in order to grow a, a human, you know, human being, it requires love, affection, an exchange of energy, an exchange of awareness and intention for that being to grow. And that's scientifically proven. I mean, that we've there's been hundreds of experiments done with little mice and how nurturing, you know, promotes the growth and advancement of that organism, of that living organism. And so it's the same with all living beings. And I believe that this is something that they are also implementing in this program. Now, these hybrid children that are being born, I mean, the, the question was, are these children being reinserted in our timeline? And so there are mm -hmm. there are multiple hybridization programs. There are four hybridization programs from which I was a part of. Um, one of them is a darker kind of uh, agenda. Let's say it's a draconian kind of agenda. The other is a reptilian. Another is a Pleiadian or human type of agenda. Uh, uh, hybridization program and another is a terrestrial program which we have here on earth which is run by our military and so um the the interest is for genetic information right because these children are a combination i, I would say a cocktail of the of dna as they you know present themselves as these very interesting uh beings and some of them are utilized for programs that are not necessarily of high uh, vibration or high, uh, you know, end goal, but others are these uh, incredibly activated within their DNA, strands of DNA that allow them to not only be interdimensional, but their uh, spiritual capacity, their interdimensional capacity is, is tremendous. And some of these children are put into the reincarnation cycle as souls, because what, what is actually being modified and utilized is the soul essence this is what what's what's being utilized what's in a sense being hybridized is the essence of a human when we have children it's almost as if our part of our soul is written within the coding of these children we are because we are one we are only one consciousness and so anytime that we become fragmented either through procreation 
or, uh, you know, even trauma, uh, we are splitting up ourselves into these different aspects of ourselves, different timelines. And so these children are an extension of ourselves. Okay. And so the soul, which is coded with our information is then put into either timeline of reincarnation. We can look through Mary Rodwell. There's a, a writer, Mary Rodwell, that speaks on the hybrids. And she does a lot of research on these children that are highly, highly advanced children that at the age of eight, they are speaking to physics at the level of, you know, quantum physics, uh, at university level, and they have an understanding of the universe and themselves. Um, that's what I've Beyond. read. I've read, What's you know, that? I've, well, I've kind of been becoming a more and more aware of how that this these children, a very friend of mine, one of her her daughter is incredibly gifted, a, a very mm. extrasensual, extrasensory capacity and abilities, and way beyond anything you know anyone can fathom. So I've just been, I suppose, in, interested in there's more of these souls, children coming to Earth you know, as we ascend. Yes. It's higher. It's incredibly interesting if you guys have a, have a chance to check out her her, her work uh, where she talks about these hybrid children. Uh, she's done a lot of research with them, interviewed many of these children, like your like your friend's daughter, uh, daughter or son? Did you say Eloise? Okay, so so it's very interesting. Uh, and and what we're trying to understand is like how consciousness moves through these different souls. How does it manifest within the body? And what, what I've understood by looking at the soul attaching to the body in a time of birth and at the time of death is that this soul attaches to the physical body. It's attaching to do two different networks of information. It attaches to the DNA, which is the ancestral lineage that interconnects you to your entire you know, family and all, all of the information that is running within that DNA lineage uh, can be traced back to the very origin of life on this planet. As a matter of fact, you and I have somebody in uh, a relative, you know, just 2000 years ago, you and I had someone in common. So it just, we, we all come from this origin and the information that is being utilized to create these beings, whether they be these human beings, these inter, these, uh, interdimensional beings that are connected with other aspects. It's just, all it is, is the activation of our DNA. We look at our DNA as, as, uh, you know, um, we, we understand a very small part of the DNA and the majority of that we call junk DNA, but it's within that junk DNA that we are storing massive amounts of information within a teaspoon of DNA. You can store the, the entire historic history of this planet. Okay. So can you imagine how much information are you holding in your body and what's in that information that we have yet to really understand how to read? And we are understanding it now more and more. I mean, 20 years ago, we became aware of epigenetics, right? Epigenetics is, is basically an understanding of how DNA is being written, which is being somehow uh, uh, influenced by your environment, by the choices that you make. You can shift and change. You're not married to the information that's in your DNA or passed down diseases that are passed down through your your information right so we we're learning that as humans we have more power over this physical body and the experiences that we have from the inside out and it's within that coding kind of like the algorithm of your body of your system this holographic system that we we want to learn how to work with that information so that we can create more health more uh, awareness
Um, so these, these hybrid children are a cocktail of that DNA. That's why they have such a profound connection to these interdimensional awareness, to these, you know, extraterrestrials. And, and so do we. So do we. I mean, you woke up to your experience. I woke up to mine. Um, I believe that I came upon that experience by the deprogramming that I was doing, right? All of these, this, this very limited matrix programming, when I broke that, it allowed for me, it activated my DNA in order to have experiences that were beyond this physical veil. And a lot of starseeds experience that. Um, so it can be it can be sometimes daunting because it's difficult to integrate these two parts, right? This this non-physical and physical. The words into as well. And, you know, it's difficult to, whether yes. you, I find either what sometimes I'm like, well, is this in my imagination or is this, you know, and then I get, physical feedback so I will get a book that will be presented to me to read or something will happen which gives me the the physical um confirmation that the information I'm getting is actually true if that makes yeah absolutely I mean it makes so much sense because well well what we are is is a unified field of consciousness we are in constant communication with our environment and the environment responds to us and we communicate with everything around us everything when when you look at it under a microscope they are these molecules oscillating right to create this solid form or less solid form and so we are constantly communicating with the things around us even the things around us hold on to information um, in my healing work, when I work with deprogramming and healing people and I'm moving and I see stagnant energy in the body and I remove that stagnant energy, it's very important to understand how energy transfers because you cannot, you can never eliminate energy. You, you, you only can reallocate or transmute that energy. And so it's interesting because the more that we unpack the heavy programs, the storylines of suffering, all of these identity aspects of ourself until we come into the this zero point, which is a state of neutrality. I call it the zero point because you're coming in. What, what you realize, you know, is that um, you are everything and nothing at the same time. And it sometimes that's really hard to get wrap your head around. But the only way you're going to understand that is by doing the inner work. Okay, the only way you, you will get to that point is a state of neutrality, a complete observation and awareness of yourself and the experiences that you have. And when you enter that state, that's where magic starts to happen, because you are now moving from an externalized experience and externalizing all your stimulation and sensory systems into this unified experience with all things and that's when you start seeing repetitive numbers you know all of these little messages that the universe is now you're working you are now uh, collaborating yes you are in sync and you are you are in a sense uh manifesting and co-creating that's what it means to co-create you are a contributor to this experience this is how we begin to change timelines even now in this time that we're experiencing right now of tremendous shift is an opportunity for us to understand these things because even though the world around us outside might be seemingly falling apart, our ability to connect with our inner self and understand the body is is our ability to change timelines. Literally, how you express you know, we're jumping timelines. Exactly. More and more people are waking up. Like that. You know, I think that's the yeah. exciting thing for me. Like my work 
um, is in helping create people create or do their dharma but create the reality they desire. So we do group 5D meditations and activations and visualizations where I take people into a year into the future. I take them into five years into the future. They're taking back their power. So you know they understand that actually more and more of us, we create the reality that we want and we desire. So that's the exciting thing for me at the moment. Um, but how do people, because obviously DNA is, is like a really hot topic at the moment and you were talking about this junk DNA and of course this is, the, this is what's being activated as we ascend. So for our listeners, are there things that you can suggest or recommend or can you tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, absolutely. So our, our DNA is holographic in, in, in a sense where we are an interconnected network of oscillating molecules that create um, a network of communication with all areas of our body. And so what that means is that it's a storage system that's activated by our choices, by our actions. Every Our environment is uh, contributing to the information that's, be, that's writing our DNA, the things that we choose, everything we feel, eat, think, all of those things are contributing and providing information and environment for DNA to be written. And when I say it's holographic, it means that, that the information that we're storing within the body, such as experiences, whether they be happy experiences or traumatic experiences, all of that stores within the body in a very complex system. Um, the, the soul, when it attaches to the physical body, that infinite consciousness, that infinite white light that comes into this, into this dimensional, three-dimensional plane, it organizes itself in the body in what we know as the chakra system. And the chakra system, we have a range of frequency, right? From the lowest to the highest, we're storing that information in the body. And depending on the experiences that you have, they will store within the body in those areas. So for example, if you're experiencing heartbreak or heartache, uh, you know, or uh, sadness, the experience, how it happened, and the contributors to that experience, whether they were male or female, all of those things are providing information and data that will organize the inf information within the body. And that's also where it's going to store itself. So we might have a lot of stagnant information here in, in the chest, for example, and it's interconnected and affecting our liver, for example. Uh, and it's and it, all of this is connected with a vibrational frequency of emotions and how it stores within the body. So all of this is a holographic system that that information is being stored uh, ultimately in the DNA. And so what happens is that generationally you if you can imagine that we are passing down cyclical ancestral trauma and we are basically a product we are holding within our body all of that information from the origin of life in this planet so as souls we enter into what we call the reincarnation cycle in order to and and we are allocated the soul is allocated and comes and connects with these lineages these ancestral lineages based on vibrational resonance because 
in a sense, there's a lesson there that has to be learned, a lesson that has to be experienced. And so the, we, we come into these timelines. So when we talk about deprogramming DNA and, ho and how we work with holographic DNA is by understanding that the human body is not just this physical body. We are more non-physical than physical. And it's within that non-physical, we have seven layers and we have multiple layers of this body. Actually, we, what we look like is like a giant orb of light. This is what we look like within those layers of, of information we are holding on to uh emotions experiences traumas past lives future lives all of these fragments of ourselves that make up this whole human organism is written within the DNA. So when we go into meditation work, any kind of regressive work that you do, deprogramming, you go back to those experiences and by dissolving the trauma and those storylines that you're taking on as a part of this matrix human experience on earth, you begin to unlock and activate your DNA. And so, uh, in, in a sense, that that holographic DNA begins to shift. It changes. It becomes lighter as you unpack and begin to move your human physical body, your energy, from a lower frequency into a higher frequency. So your entire body is basically emanating a vibrational frequency that's at a higher level. So, um, you know, what's interesting about this work is that it affects not just our health, but it begins, as, as I mentioned earlier, we begin to be this organism of creation. And the more we unpack from the body, you come into that zero point. It's only in the present moment right now that you have the greatest power to manifest and create uh, and affect this current timeline. It's, it's only in the present moment. Yeah. I was just going to say as well, so the more we free up our trauma and our stuck energy, the more we vibrate higher. So I see this. Exactly all the time, Geraldine, in, in my program where people come in and we work with them to get in alignment with their um, soul vibration, with their purpose. And of course, when they do that, they're getting into that um, higher vibrational frequency of who they actually are. And then we take them on a healing journey to heal the trauma. Um, and, you know, I, you see their health conditions improve. Um, and so is that the work you do? Like you do, but you do it from a regression perspective. Exactly. No, not just regression. Um, it's, you know, you don't even need to be in hypnosis to get into that work. Um, but you go into the root cause of this trauma. And it can be anything. It can be it can be the emotion that you're feeling right this moment. Uh, if you follow that emotion back to the root cause, you can open up incredible information that just in that moment of understanding, you know, the roles that are being played and taking yourself into a state of neutrality in those experiences, you begin to dissolve the heaviness that you took on from that emotional experience. And little by little, you are kind of going through what, what I did in my life was completely go through my entire life deprogram all of those life experiences and it opened up past lives so i started to go into all my past lives um, and and do healing work there and so you begin to understand that you are one unified organism but this this is this not only affects your past lives it affects obviously your future in your body now so if you're experiencing an illness or some kind of imbalance in the body aches and pains all of that you have the ability of healing of transforming of changing how you're experiencing those physical symptoms because everything is in the dna everything is in this holographic 
system that we're experiencing. So when we talk about deprogramming, we're activating those parts. When, when I work with clients, we are, we are identifying the vibrational frequency that heals their unique body. Every single human has an emanation of their vibrational frequency, which is basically the result of all the information that's made, that they're yeah, made up of. Like we do it in the Akashic Records, so you, you can go in and we can measure the frequency of the individual, uh, essentially. Um, oh, okay. Um, yeah, so... Uh, and so that vibrational frequency, that signature that each human is, is applied to the human. And when we use that vibrational frequency through tonal voice, it begins to activate and deprogram the human body. And so words are power. They are, they are encoded with information. So the words that you utilize in a DNA reprogramming and the tone that you're using, uh, the intention that you're using in that is what begins to unlock the DNA. And so when you understand that, you can you can do anything. I mean, um, there is a, a physicist, uh, a Russian physicist, his name is Dr. Uh, Peter Garayev, that researches holographic DNA. And he's literally created a clinic in Russia where they are literally growing, you know, parts of the body, just by using this vocal intonation and of course using a computer system to create uh like um like you know a binary to communicate right they're changing they're changing the dna code into binary and using that to create like a language our our dna is very much like a language when you can you can shift and change the the words and um it completely changes what your what your uh, your DNA is producing, but in that same way, you're doing that through your experiences. You're doing that through the food that you eat. You are uh, affecting this human organism through through all the experiences that you have. And what do you think this means then for humankind as we as we ascend? This the work that you're doing sounds incredible. So we are unlocking almost unlocking our gifts and our superpowers. Yes, exactly, and. Uh, Ultimately, we are redefining what the human is. This is what we want to do. This is what I believe uh, a spiritual journey is about. It's understanding that we are not the human story. We're not the human condition. We're not locked to that identities that are created by a system that is specifically created for you to experience polarity, right? And and the only way to experience polarity is by experiencing those two extremes, right? Either joy, happiness, and <laughs> yes, exactly, sadness and suffering. And so we 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 have to be brought into all of these stories, right? We we have uh, parents that didn't you quite meet the expectations, uh, relationships, very traumatic experiences, people that I work with every single day, you know, but if you understand that all of those experiences as a soul are just part of an experience in order for you to understand this body and how you can transmute these lower frequency experiences into high experiences, the body has the ability of activating these like you said, like a superpower, which is very true. You know, you begin to activate your intuition, your ability to see, to sense. Some of you are already empathic, 
you know, highly empathic. And so you have the ability to communicate with your environment, but it can, it can go. I feel that we as a collective, it's a part of evolution. We're activating collectively these abilities, psychic abilities. More of us are, are tuning into that psychic ability. Um, we are tuning into our, our telepathy. We're tuning into a, a lot of different things, even remote viewing. You know, we begin to activate a lot of these things that we have, we have the ability to do. And so what we want to come into is a new human that is responsibly utilizing these things. Because let me tell you, um, even our government is very much aware of all of these abilities and they've been responsibly <laughs> exactly that, that you know they've been utilizing them for the wrong reasons in military for years you know since the 50s since the 30s there have been experiments being done on highly empathic people and so there's a reason for that there's an incredible power there that we hold as a united human race and so the opportunity now is that in this time of of change and shift we want to come into this understanding of unified consciousness that each one of us, the deeper we go within, the more connected and interconnected we are as a network that can affect change and transformation uh, in the whole. And what we're working here is experiencing this polarity, right, temporarily, as we understand that we can come in from looking at things at black and white into yeah. unity. Mm -hmm. I mean, what unconditional love is, is the ability to take all things as a part of yourself. And um, if we embody that, we can really create change for our body and um, everything, right. what we're manifesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, this is, this is where I see us going, you know, the golden age, Leo Aquarius, you know, unity consciousness, you know, I think it's incredibly incredible time to be alive um, and to be witnessing the, the transition, you know, we're breaking down to literally break through. Mm -hmm. um, but Geraldine, I could talk to you all day. <laughs> so fascinating. Um, Thank you. Can people come and do physical sessions with you? Is that how you work? Or can you explain a little bit about that for me? Yeah, absolutely. What I do is DNA reprogramming, and I also host hypnotherapy sessions. Um, you can uh, connect with me, uh, my website at GeraldineRosco.com. And uh, I hold the sessions internationally through Zoom. Um, so, you know, you can connect with me there. And also if you're an experiencer and you need uh, to understand better your, your hybridization experience or your contact experience, uh, I created a, um, uh, international support group at hybridmother.com. And, um, I just recently launched a new website for all of you empaths and healers out there called higher healing. That's higher H I R E, which is an exclusive network for healers um, that are coming into their powers that are gifts to share with the world uh, so that we can connect seekers and healers in one place. Okay. So please do check that out. I'm excited to share that. Um, uh, also, for all of you that are interested in uh, research of phenomena, I am a director of Opus as well. Uh, one of the co-directors in, in, in their um, directory board um, that helps research inter interdimensional uh, contact, extraterrestrial, all the phenomena that we are looking at, you know, and experiencing in our world. So please do check that out and, and support these great organizations like Opus and, um, you know, all these fun things. So thank you so much, Eloise, again, for having me. It's been a pleasure and a gift. And um, yeah.
Yeah, wonderful. Thank you so much. And we will make sure we put all those details in the show notes. So for anybody listening, we'll get all those details from Geraldine. But wow. Yeah, I feel like it was like the tip of the iceberg, but <laughs> we could yes. talk for days. Uh, but a fascinating work that you're doing. And I thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you so much, Eloise. It's been a gift. Thank you for the work that you do too. <laughs> and we will see you next week on another episode of the Dharma Life Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Dharma Life podcast. I do hope you enjoyed this episode. Please come over and say hello on my Instagram, our Facebook group. And also, please let me know what you thought. So if you are listening, please take a screenshot of the podcast that you are listening to. Tag me on Instagram and I will reshare your post. And please let me know what it is that you got out of today's episode. Remember, when we do our Dharma, we are happier, healthier, we live longer, and we have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace.